Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. I don't know about you, but we love mystery stories. That's why the Upside Down Story is one of our favorite podcasts. It turns a tale flipsy-flopsy upside-downsy so that you need to listen to the clues to figure out who the mystery storyteller is. Search for the Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. <laughs> yo, kids, yo! Ooh, it's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, here with my co-host, Guy Neville. Inventor, motorbike maniac, and alter ego of Guyomatic. Kabel, why are you so out of breath? <laughs> because, brah, I've been carving some powder. Uh, really? You've been snowboarding? Uh, what mountain did you go to? No mountain. I just used a snowboard to carve a turkey in some snow, and later. I'm going to eat that snow turkey for dinner. It was pretty rad. I get it, Kapow. There's just something about a snowboard that makes you feel cool, whether you're riding it down the mountain or using it to make some snow food. Perhaps snowboarding is such a cool invention because Tom Sims is a cool inventor. You could be right. After all, how many inventors have experimented on a skateboard? Pretty much just Tom Sims and Leonardo. Leonardo da Vinci didn't skate. He definitely skateboarded, sometimes while eating pizza and fighting ninjas. Ugh, that's a different Leonardo Capel. But uh, you know what? Why don't we forget about sewer-dwelling turtles and talk about Tom Sims? Radical! Tom Sims was born in Los Angeles, California on December 6th, 1950. His family moved to the East Coast when he was two. Tom first saw kids skateboarding when he was 10 years old, and he was immediately obsessed. He started skating every chance he got. But there was a problem. Where he lived in New Jersey, it got really cold in the winter, and you can't skate or snow on the ice. Now, obviously he could go skiing, but that just wasn't the same as being on a single board, like when Tom went surfing or skating. So, since there wasn't a board for riding on snow, Tom decided that he would build one. A snow skateboard. Or a snowboard. He got permission from his seventh grade woodshop teacher and started experimenting. And soon enough, the 13-year-old Tom had invented a snowboard. Now, to be clear, 
This first snowboard was better than nothing, but it wasn't great. It didn't work very well, and Tom spent a lot of time falling down. So Tom decided that he would go back to the wood shop and continue to refine the design. And so he did, for years, until finally, Tom graduated from school and built his own workshop where he kept experimenting. And while he was at it, also began building skateboards. By the mid-1970s, Tom wasn't just building skateboards. He was riding the boards he made in professional competitions. That's right, dudes. Tom had become a pro skater. His pro skating career brought a lot of attention to his personally designed boards. And soon, they became so popular that he started his own company, Sims Skateboards in Whittier, California. But while his skateboards were a success, he couldn't let go of his snowboard idea. And so, eventually, he started Sims Snowboards as well. Tubular! Now, other people had had the same idea about skating and surfing to the snow, but Tom's company was one of the first to design boards with metal edges, which made them better at turning. Also, they were the only company who made snowboards for women that were smaller and lighter. And they were the first to use high-back snowboard bindings that give you the ankle support you need to truly shred. By the 1980s, snowboards were getting popular, but many ski resorts looked at snowboarding as a fad and snowboarders as punk kids. And so they banned snowboarding, which was totally bogus. But the sport kept growing anyway. After all, it was super fun and looked cool and was totally not bogus. Right? It's ratty cool! And since it was ratty cool, snowboarders started organizing their own competitions. Most of these early contests involved slalom races where you had to swerve around flags. But Todd thought this was too much like skiing. It just wasn't gnarly enough for him. So he decided to bring his own aggressive skateboarding style to the competitions, which is how he and some other snowboarders invented freestyle snowboarding, using natural and artificial obstacles on the hill to perform sick tricks. And just in case that didn't bring enough attention to the sport, Tom was the stunt double for Roger Moore during the snowboard sequence in the 1985 James Bond film, A View to Kill. That's right, Bond. James Bond was a snowboarder thanks to Tom. After being Bond, Tom could have retired more than stoked, but instead he went and created the first competition snowboarding halfpipe in Lake Tahoe and the first permanent halfpipe made of snow at Snow Summit in Big Bear Lake. Wow! Now, like we already said, Tom wasn't the only kid who wanted to skate on snow. So just who invented the very first snowboard is hard to say. But of all the originators of the sport, Tom was special because he knew how to talk to people. He was the guy who was able to get mountains to remove their bands and let people on snowboards shred. And thanks to his efforts, by the mid-80s, the feelings around snowboarding started to change. In fact, snowboarding got so popular that Tom famously predicted that snowboarding would someday be in the Olympics. People thought he was crazy, but he was right! In 1995, the International Olympic Committee announced that snowboarding, curling, and women's hockey would join the 98 Winter Games in Japan. Snowboarding wasn't just for kids and daredevils anymore. 
It was an Olympic sport! Getting into the Olympics is one thing, but if a sport wants to keep coming back, it has to be a hit with audiences. And you know what? Audiences didn't just like snowboarding, they loved it! And so, over 20 years later, snowboarding is still in the Olympics, featuring athletes from all over the world, doing tricks that are more incredible than Tom ever could have dreamt back in the seventh grade woodchop class. These days, snowboarders like Sean White, the Flying Tomato, and Chloe Kim are household names, and millions of people all over the world spend the winter shredding down the mountain on snowboards. Tom Sims was just a kid who wanted to skateboard on the snow, but thanks to the power of invention, he ended up creating a sport that is celebrated everywhere that snow falls. That can be seen in commercials, movies, and even in the Olympic Games. It just goes to show, with the power of invention, you're never too young to create something that changes the world. Who knows? Maybe what you invent today will have you in a James Bond movie tomorrow. Now, who's in the mood for some snow turkey? Huh, well, it looks like Kapow is gonna go eat some snow. But if you'd like to talk more about Tom Sims, snowboarding, Pflugerville, Kapow, or me, Guy Neville, just send an email to guy at gokidgo.com. Or to me at kapow at gokidgo.com. We might even read your question on a podcast. But until then, I hope you have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Go kid, go! Go kid, go. Go kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.